1: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Marvel Sports Worldwide Podcast. My name is Brendan.
0: And I'm Commander
1: Wolf. Number three. We are number three. Voted, even. Number three. Uh, most, I guess, best, most entertaining. I don't know. Alternative. Not alternative content. JMR based content that's not JMR. In the community of Marvel Sports, people that cares enough to be active in the Discord to see that that vote was a possible thing to do, I'll take it. I'll take podium, yeah. as said by Garrett from Dude Perfect. Podium is fine with me.
0: Um, yeah, uh, I'm. I'm really glad that we got that. Like, just like I'm glad people enjoy. it. Like, I was surprised that our show was on the poll at all. Like, I've seen Brendan's name on the poll before, but never MSW itself, as far as I remember. Why would, wait, why was so, my name I was, on the poll. I was fall under. Just, what What did uh, my name just, fall under? Uh, I think like alternative Marble content, something like that. Just just Brendan, <laughs> Brendan yes, something is like your that. Content. I don't know. <laughs> that's I don't know, but like it's funny. I'm I'm <laughs> I mean I'm honored that we got it too. But um I'm I am glad actually that uh Marvel Earth won it because like like they have easily done the most and contributed the most to the Marble world. I would say. Like, I actually probably would have been angry if we had gotten first place over them.
1: <laughs> no, I will say the two that that beat us out are two very, very deserving channels um, or organizations, whatever you want to call them Marble Earth, and, you know, after eating dinner with Stint multiple times, I love Stint by fair. I, I love him <laughs> by far. So, I mean, I mean, Synth, I could. I'm so happy for Stint because I guess he still heads the project, so it's very exciting um that his project won and because his project actually engages the most members of the community there's like a lot of members of the community working on it um it's very engaging because people work so many people are working on it so then so many people are like reading it actively and then those are the people who would even be there to vote for that poll because they're actively watching they're actually like they're actively in that Discord a lot, writing and whatever. So I think it makes sense, and I think he's deserving because he put quite the project together with quite the amount of contributing factors. Um, and, uh, I mean, I, I don't know. Uh, we've been doing retrospective sometimes on the show. We'll get back to that at some point. But they've been all really fun to read, and you've learned a lot about each of, each of the teams uh, from that. So uh, congratulations, mm-hmm. Stint. The, other, the second place, the Thesaurus, D- Thesaurus um Thesaurus, Dinosaurus? Listen, whatever you want to call them. He he makes videos, so it makes sense to me that he would obviously uh, peek above us as well because he makes videos that are actually like visually interesting. I mean, we pull things up on the Chrome, so it's fun for analysis here and there, but like we're not editing down a video and everything, so uh, congratulations to him on that. He does some pretty interesting... Con- I've never watched his content, maybe one time, but I, I think it's pretty interesting. He um, usually talks about something with Marvels and edits it nicely. Listen, I don't even know. Email in and tell me what <laughs> but you like about that channel if you watch it because i actually personally don't really know what he does but i i know he edits videos together for content so it makes sense um and yeah just it's good time to remind you email in mswpodcast at gmail.com there's a lot to say come on marble mania x is groundbreaking in marble this is exactly what we needed in 2022 even though viewership for jmr continues to decline um let's see what note did i just hit there um, I don't know it didn't even
0: come through <laughs>
1: decline there that's what I said Viewership uh, ah um so but yeah like email in dot gmail.com um talk about marble Maniacs talk about your your favorites and your least favorites of all these rankings from this uh this uh marble base voting rollies or whatever the rollies I guess for, like the Grammys with roll the rollies. I think this was yeah it is pretty funny um that is true uh, the other thing i was thinking about is that every once in a while when like i just want to do this podcast or watch marvel sports i do realize how dumb this whole thing is i really do i'm like wow like because like moff M- 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 reminded me today because he was
0: like what did you say what did you say about straws or something uh <laughs> we're, we're the straw uh, the straw sports worldwide podcast or something just <laughs> Cause like because you asked me what we podcast was yeah, because I was being stupid, and then Waf gave an answer like that, and I'm like, "Wow, we are
1: closer to like literal sports with like like one hold long plastic tubes than sports like I don't know ultimate frisbee or whatever you watch on TV." I was actually watching the football, listening to the football game today. It was a pretty good game. Um, ended in overtime, field goal, uh, Chiefs Bengals. I think it was a good game. Uh, but that being said, we, we, we are going off, the the Marvel sports is crazily off the rails, even though it's so awesome, so it's just, it's a fun reminder, I guess, every once in a while to be like, wow, this is, this is dumb, this is a really dumb thing, <laughs> um, but I mean, here I am, doing another hour of talking about it, so obviously I am embracing this, the silliness to the max, and uh, any of you guys listening, and Thesaurus, dinosaurus saying, you're doing the same thing, embracing <laughs> the silliness, so that's what we do here, we embrace the silliness, Mr. Waff is the pinnacle of that, um, <laughs> but I mean I'm I'm bad at ending intros, so let's just go to the news. Unless Waff, you have anything unbelievable, like literally un, like literally what you're about to say next must literally make me fall out of my seat and say that's bananas. Um, if unless we instead we'll just go to the news.
0: N- no, um, turns out we're all in the matrix. I, no, I don't I don't know. <laughs> just, just go- Let's go to the news. (laughs) Hello, Marble Sports fans. I'm Commander Wolf here with the Marble Sports Worldwide News! We've got quite the interesting event to go over, so let's jump right into it! Event 4 of Marble Maniac's Obstacle Run featured a wide variety of obstacles and traps for the marbles to traverse. The track was covered in rubber bands and springs to bounce the marbles around, varying paths to separate the racers, snapping blocks that would launch them back, and in one instance even got a marble stuck, and even the dreaded fidget spinners. Unfortunately, no marbles sustained any major injuries this time around, and the event came to an end with Leaf from Noxious Ivy in first, followed by Saucer from the Purple Rockets in second, and Pygmy from the Strixes in third. Only one event remains, and the Purple Rockets are holding such a dominant lead that only three other teams have a shot of surpassing them. It's sure to be an intense competition, so you'd better not miss it. That's all the news I have for you, so let's wrap it on up. I'm Commander Wolf, you are the best fans in the world! Let's kick it on back! With the podcast.
1: We are back from the news, everybody. Thank you for
0: I guess WAF for doing the news. Thanks, WAF. <laughs> no problem. Still <laughs> still waiting on someone to replace me. Or I'll just I'll just resign myself to my fate and remain the newsman forever. I might try doing an accent at some point to make it sound like a different person. you just try to
1: be Johnny Morrow. I don't what the heck happened to him. How did I, I not know. Dude. Died, man. He just was like he was like John Wood, but he lasted like a hundred episodes. chat. like that was nuts. How long it lasted? Like I would have think because and he's talked and he said like how this is a big deal for him. So you would have think he would have been like, all right, guys, listen, I just don't want to do it no more. Like. Cause he was here for like this was not something that was light for him. Like he was here, like I was mm-hmm. in. I'm in, I'm a sophomore in college. I was in high school. I was not even a senior in high school when he started doing this for us. On God, I was. I that's actually nuts to say. I'm I'm right now second year in college. Past the first semester, Jeez. I was not, I was a junior in high school in the second semester. Junior in high school when Johnny Marvel started being with us, he didn't leave until like the end of this semester, end of like the first semester of my sophomore year of college. That's like a whole lifetime different shit, um, which is really really crazy. So I, I don't know how yeah. he just like I guess he, his, his, his his is like I right, I'm just not going to do it anymore,
0: um, like. I could tell he was definitely losing interest. He wasn't, like, is responsive to messages. He was later for sending stuff in. So I could tell, like, either he's losing interest in marble stuff or just in voice acting in general. But, like, I, I so, like, I kind of saw it coming. I just didn't think he would dip. Yeah, I thought it would no. just be like,
1: hey, but I just, like, I gotta move on. I have other stuff in my life. And I've been like, cool, cool, fine. You
0: served us for a long time. That's crazy. Um, that yeah, being said. Uh, no not not pay either. Like, like, just, like, just doing it for the fun of it. Yeah, he didn't even ask for it. Like, Anyway, we're going to hit some emails, a couple emails or so, and then
1: we'll get to the um, uh, bulk of the episode. All right, so we just have one from Adieu, so we'll see what he's got to say. Uh, he says, um, MX Marble Maniacs, invent for impressions. Adieu, thanks for writing in. MSWpodcast.gmail.com. You can write in. You can say anything. Anything, like literally anything. Just say like meow. Um, and then now we'll uh, make the email second longer is all I'm trying to say. Um, here we go. He says, this is an event. I could truly enjoy the action and the concept without much worries. And it's a nice setup. Maybe because no premiere. this basic, he says, this is basically an elimination race turned to the max, nothing innovative despite the hazards on the track, but it's a nice event. The variety of obstacles, rubber bands, fidget spinners, rat traps at the end allow for a number of different paths, especially in this large field. It's about finding the best line. I actually think the races had a calm, slow pace. Great to see an introduction of the course and its features in the first minute, something that wasn't so clear in past events. Also, how do you feel about the all-new teams taking the top four in the standings? Um, thanks, to do for writing in. I have mixed feelings on this event. We're going to talk about this event in, like, a minute, literally. Like, literally now. Um... <laughs> So, I see what you're saying. I mean, like, even in your, even in your, even in your impression, well, I guess your impression, so not necessarily negative or positive, but yeah, like, some of your your impressions just describe an event that's really just, heh, whatever. Like, I mean, that's coming after the best current event in Marble Sports, the best current event in Marble Sports, just pants down, um, funnel spin max battle, uh, with the funnel ram, whatever you want to call it, um funnel collision that is the best event in Marvel sports to then this i this was not very good um but not terrible so it's just kind of we're gonna have to just kind of break down the pros and cons of the event and uh, like what we liked and didn't like it's the best way to go but i i see your a lot of your impressions are similar to what i had um but your impressions again don't seem to lean one way or the other which is kind of again how i feel um top four in the standings being all new teams that makes me excited I, mm-hmm. I I love, well, the Strixes are my favorite team um, of this bunch. Okay, I like the Pinkies, but I like the Pinkies because they suck and I feel bad for them. <laughs> Not because I'm a huge Pinkies fan. Um, I just kind of want to see them like, you know, accidentally win a couple times. But um, I uh, personally am a big fan of Strixes. I I don't like the Purple Rockets at all, but again, I do like the new teams. I like Noxious Ivy. Constrictors are kind of cool. And they're all in there, and they're all competing. And that's good news. If you see those four teams competing right now, I mean, they're going to fit right in with Marble League. I could see, like, the Strixes or Noxious Ivy, like, coming in middle of the pack this year if they were to get into, to qualify for Marble League. At least, like, Above twelfth, right? You I could see it. Couldn't you guys see it? Couldn't you see Noxious Ivy kind of slip in and get like top six and five meter sprint, maybe like a top eight in a funnel endurance? You know, some and you know maybe the Strixes are a, a very core controlled team, so I could see them doing well in balancing. I mean, I mean, there's a lot of good potential in the new teams that have come out, and I've warmed up to them. Besides the Purple Rockets, I've war- I've warmed up to them quite a bit. So, um personally good news for me and to see them all kind of dominating that top spots right now and the fact that it's close as i guess we go into the last event right the last event is coming
0: mm-hmm. yep the last um, one.
1: that's really exciting Well, do you want to uh, speak to any of that
0: yeah no like i actually think i'm glad that it is the the, the new teams who are dominating because like it's a new type of event and it makes sense that like they would be the ones to represent that success instead of like oh the old favorites coming in and stealing the show again so like I actually kind of like that it's the newer teams that are showing their ex- their expertise for these extreme events. Um, mm. In regards to uh, I lost the thought. They're so hard. Jeez. <laughs> um. Wow. Uh. How did I? I don't know. I it. just went. Woo. It's gone. Well, while you're while you're I'm...
1: recollecting it, um, I'm gonna point out a couple things. Um. Number one. Um marble maniacs is only five events like i know i just said that but let's remember oh, that i found it I, I found it i caught it let's do, okay okay so good.
0: the the like the interesting thing for me is like this is the like it wasn't until the end of this event that i finally noticed like what was going on in the overall standings like and how much the purple rockets were dominating like the, uh, maybe it's because yeah, i don't I have my like maybe it's because my uh i don't have any like, favorite teams that i'm really rooting for and, like really watching closely but like I I've just been enjoying it event to event. I didn't haven't really cared much about overalls. Like I've just been like taking it as it comes, and I'm not really sure if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Um, I think it's well. We everybody looks at an event differently. So,
1: I, looks at a new tournament differently. So for us as Marble Sports podcast, because I feel like I actually agree with you. I didn't really notice. Like I after this event, I saw standings. I was like, wow, Purple Rockets, crazy. <clears throat> that's when I noticed that. Um. I think for us as podcasters, like will we like weekly break down what happened, we're going to look a lot at the event. We're going to be like, do I like this event? Should other people like this event? What could they be improved on in the event? You know, we're going to look at, you know, what are the teams that we know doing? Can I speak to any of that? Like the Pinkies. Pinkies started very well in the elimination race and kind of petered out in um, in the last few races. They came, I think they came third or fourth. They kind of struggled, but they didn't do bad. And they had they had a strong aggression to them to themselves during the elimination race early on, and you could see that they were always they they they, did, they never had a passive run. You know, they were always moving around, bumping into everything, just trying to force their way down, uh, collision to other marbles. Uh, you know, high volume. Um, so I noticed that about the pinkies. I noticed, I'm noticing these things. I'm noticing the event, I'm noticing the different events and what's happening. And I kind of just slipped on thinking about the purple rockets and where they're standing because they're a new team. So they're, they're a new team that I'm aware of, but like, there's not enough data for them to kind of, for me to kind of be looking at them in a more analytical position.
0: Um, Moff, go ahead for a sec. I got to, uh, yeah, no, like, like, I like, it's it's so strange. Like, especially like, normally we're very good about like it analyzing like the goings on of things, like how things are ending up. But like, just the like, I was just so blindsided. Like, the purple rockets were really leading the charge, and like, you would think that they would stick out more because like they're a they're a lore team, a team that we've kind of known about for technically known about for a while, and fans have been and it's a purple team that people have been wanting in this series for a long time, and yet. For some reason, I'm, like for whatever for whatever reason, I just haven't like actually noticed them. And uh, Sergey actually just made a good point in the in our chat. They haven't won an event yet, and that's probably why we haven't noticed them. Is like they haven't like they get like second places a whole lot, but they haven't been the top of the podium, so they don't stick out to us as much.
1: Um, I'm going to pull up the standings so we can take a closer look at them. In the meantime, um, well, first of all, that is interesting. The purple rockets have not really won an event. Um, I think we, we talk a lot about consistency now. I don't, I guess this goes against my current theory because my theory kind of shifts all the time about what's important. You know, what is the most important? Cause I mean, everything, everything has an edge. Okay. So, uh, um, for a while, I was saying consistency is the most important. I'd rather a fifth place cross the board than a two gold, two last place. My opinion changed on that um, in the last couple Marble Leagues or the last couple tournaments, where I was like, you know what? Especially after the snowballs got like last place and then two golds and then like very easily qualified. I was like, golds, you need golds. And then, second, close second of golds is consistency. And so um, this one kind of challenges that, considering that the purple rockets have not really purple. Let's see where they are. Wait, I'm trying to find them. I'm mistakes. Um, purple rockets have three silver medals. Three silver medals. Come on, man. Um, that's like a lot of silver. But then again, I would say to that, we only have five events here. In the context of Marble League, where we mm-hmm. have sixteen events, you have to have golds. You have to have golds to win. You can't not. Let I mean, You could if you got second every single time, but you have 16 events, so we have to we have to base things off the relative most likely possibilities. You need golds. Golds are most important than consistency. I would say in a shorter event like this, when we have five events for some reason, um, I was hoping for at least six or eight. Um, I think consistency might win out. I mean, I think we see it here. Data shows it right here. Purple rockets are by far in the lead. Um, With three Mm -hmm. silver medals, that is that is kind of the pinnacle of consistency, though, because when I say consistency, most people's minds are going to go to oh, a bunch of bronzes and silvers, a bunch of top five finishes, not really three silver specifically. So they kind of push the push to the exception. But I will say in lower my theory now stands that in lower amounts of events of shorter tournaments, consistency is top. And in longer tournaments, you must have gold. I'm telling you, you must have golds if you want to win. So, um, I guess that's where my theory sits now, based on this data. Because um, even like like based on, um, I'm trying to I'm trying to get a sense. Wait, why does it say that's really weird? Yeah. Event one is to seven points, but the other for the other Yeah, two, says, I, I was going to bring
0: that up. I want to know like, if someone can specify that for me too, because like weird. I think what may have happened was like you know there was the. The tie, like the three-way tie, but like only second place got reduced points, but first place still got the max.
1: Why oh yeah, that? that was I think it reduced because it was a t- for the tie. I don't know. Someone would have to kind of explain that to me about Because I thought they did
0: a the tiebreaker through based on like what their highest, like their number of highest target landings were. So like they they did they broke the tie officially. At least I thought they did. And why is it that second place is the one that got reduced points? Because I thought it was a. a a three-way tie for first right was it am i wrong
1: i'm not like, sure like i could have
0: sworn this what it was
1: i would need someone to kind of uh, let me know um about that um here's what i'll say just to kind of confirm my point here i don't know about the seven somebody needs to write in about the seven i'm going to reiterate that someone please tell me about the seven um i do come on i do is in the live chat come on um come on i do if you take events two and four, which are two silver medals for the Purple Rockets, and you bump both of them down to bronze medals, the Purple Rockets are still in the lead. Still in the lead! Still in first place over all the eight teams. So uh, I think... According- um, sorry, sorry I'm... Um, I- just let me you go- finish you this thought. So <laughs> this... I think this is another confirmation of what I'm saying, is that in the sort of Tournaments, you need a level of consistency. Because if you, can, if you can get... If the Purple Rockets are still in the lead, if they reduce both of their silvers to bronzes, I mean, that just kind of shows it. So,
0: mm. I'm just, I'm pointing that out. Uh, I'll just redo my thought then. So, Sergey pointed out that uh, the Rockets and the Blackjacks, they not only tied in points, but they also tied in their landing positions. So, that's why the sco- they, they both got second and why the score was split the way it was. Mm. So, yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Kinda, okay. Yeah. Um, okay.
1: So, we addressed the Purple Rockets. We addressed consistency. You need gold in Marble League still. I don't think I don't think it's viable to say. Um, it is easier and more worth going for, more more like strategical, to try to be the team that gets silver and bronze every single event in Marble League than to say, okay, well, let's get a couple golds and then kind of sit in the top half of the pack for the rest of it. Especially since even the top teams in Marble League, the top teams have a couple events where they get like last place, so these savage speeders show that. So i um, I think there, I think that's important to, to recognize that that there's different, I guess different th- theories surrounding each different type of event. So, that being said, purple rockets events, whatever. Um, the next event is called Super Collision, which I think is a stupid name. If I'm honest, Wait, what? I mean, the event that's what it says on the Jealous huh. purple Marvel runs. YouTube, that's i that makes me upset. Um, that just sounds so stupid. Like I because oh wow, we have collision. Let's make it more extreme, super collision. I mean, it uh, sounds just bad.
0: And also, we already had funnel collision, so we've already had a collision style event. So to kind of redo that again is you know, it's redundant. It's not as creative, but it might that might surprise us. Maybe they'll no, do well, something I'm- crazy. I think whatever's going to happen is going to be creative,
1: since the expectations have been met and exceeded in Marble Maniacs, uh, except for Event Four. But um, I just don't like the name and how like they couldn't come up with something different. For mm. I mean, come on! I mean, you you guys spend all of your time, Gel, making this channel. Like you don't spend your your time's not really spent on anything else. You could maybe spend ten minutes coming up with a better name than Super Collision. Come on, man um although again that's just my opinion
0: dion is the one doing doing more on this series specifically than maybe he was in charge of the name this time around neither here
1: nor there (laughs) you can you could take 10 minutes on that i mean like you know sit in bed while you're trying to fall asleep and be like all right what would be better than just adding a superlative to an event we already have hmm maybe extreme collision oh i've already done that
0: so so, i got a a comment from uh, Yella. deals marble runs about the Fidget Spinner ban, and, like, they are only banned from the Marble League, um, and, uh, and he, he even put in quotes, Marble Olympics. so he I, they, they address the name, and then funny. other other major events like Marble Rally and Marble 1. However, in Marble Maniacs, the event safety rules the event are different. event safety diff- rules are different! That's great! That's so good! And Super I'm pulling Collision- this freaking message up. Look yeah. at this on the Chrome. And Super Collision will have fidget spinners, too, which is, uh, that's horrifying. Cause like on this, so like we haven't we haven't really gotten too much into the what this event was like. But like the fidget spinners, they were far enough down the path most of the time that they could slow down before the marbles actually reached them, so they're not flying around at high enough speeds to do any, to really crack, you know. But like th- in this, it sound, if it's gonna be like the normal collision field, they're gonna be spin fast and they're gonna be pretty close together. So uh, I am now actually concerned. <laughs> I am, I am not. I think it's
1: totally fine. I think that... I mean, I, as funny as it is to actually hear the sentence, the event safety rules are different from Marble <laughs> Maniacs, this fake pretend world we've built, as opposed to the other fake pretend world of Marble League. It's funny to hear that sentence. I think that's valid. Uh, marble Maniacs is extreme marble sports. Extreme sports in life have different safety rules than regular sports. You can do different things. The stakes are actually higher. People can get paralyzed and injured much easier in those things and um we're aware of that and still do it so i think that i mean if you want to actually be in if you want to be consistent in the role play of marble world we have to assume that if marbles are really going to be thinking and acting like human beings that there will be marbles like these new teams remember we're not like having oceanics in here um, we have a few old teams, we have some new teams There'll be marbles that'll be like, you know what, we want to do the extreme things We want to do the things that, you know, injured, you know, princess team Momo You know, I mean, like, we want to, we want to get after that I love you, Waf, but Momo, come on Um, hey, they so, did really good in this last Marvel League They did, they did, Waf, well, I really am pulling for one day you to be a happy man Um, I'm happy uh, for have never,
0: ha- I've never been happy, okay <laughs>
1: No, never, except for if Momo wins But I just want to point out that that sentence does have validity and is accurate to how a full world of marbles would run if they acted like we would act. There is going to be some who be like, you know what, I'm fine with the extreme sports. I understand there's more injury risk. That's okay to me. In Marble League, it makes sense for them to ban it because Marble League is a very formal kind of event. Marble League is very, very particular in the way it's executed. Marble League is based on a worldwide appreciation of marble athletics. It emphasizes safety It emphasizes formality and, and like just cleanliness in a weird way. Everything's like white. Um, so that makes sense. But marble maniacs where everything's kind of like sand and beer, like, I mean, it's, um, it makes sense that those rules would be different. And so something with a fidget spinner would be okay. So I just want to point out that I'm not against it. Even though, yes, of course, it's a little bit more dangerous. And, yeah, that's the first time we've, that's the only time I've ever seen a legitimate injury to a marble where actually, Mm -hmm. like, there's pieces of the marble removed. Yeah. Um, And listen, listen, chips in a marble don't grow back like tails on a lizard. So, um, write that down, Mr. Woff. I knew
0: knew it immediately. That was a total (laughs) write-it-down
1: moment. That is 100% of write-it-down. Uh, you just write it down. Just do it. <laughs> what was
0: cracks in a marble don't regrow like tails on a lizard?
1: Chips, chips in a marble don't regrow like tails on a lizard. Yeah, like, I mean, like, come on, man. I mean, if that's not a write it down, there is no write it downs. Um, but I, uh, I that's my opinion on it. People are going dis- to disagree. I mean, gmail.com if you disagree, but I feel like that's a valid, um, it's a valid way to address it. Yeah. That being said, I think we've covered probably everything that surrounds the event here. Um, of course, uh, just, I guess if we want to just put this out there, um, I mean, after the super collision, we're obviously going to be hit with a, all events. They always like to make one video for all events, but I actually like, I first, I will say, um, yeah, this is totally going an hour. We haven't even gotten to the event yet. Um, (laughs) just putting it out there. I will say I used to not like the marble, the, all events thing because I was like that's just filler content you're like I can't get another thing out in the next week so just take everything you've watched from the past two months and just put it in one video but I really like them because I realize like I try to Think about what other people might receive them. Other people who might want to watch this fully through with their family or watch this fully through with friends or just kind of like enjoy the full thing. It's kind of nice to have it all in one video. It flows through and you just sit down, put it on, and you enjoy it like a three-hour movie kind of thing. So Mm -hmm. I I appreciate that. Um, They have a Marvel Rally Practice Race, which doesn't make any sense because it's then followed by Marvel 1 Season 3 in the spring. But uh, I guess whatever you want whatever yeah. you want to do there jmr
0: um you, you know you just sp- maybe you think about something interesting uh on billy billy which is like ch- chinese youtube like they still have the original version of episode w- of the first event with the old halftime show but when they do the compilation video more than likely it- it'll be just the same video for both of them so it'll have the <coughs> new halftime show so I'm, i get the feeling sure. that the-, the chinese fans are gonna watch that and be very confused like wait a minute why is the music different what happened this is <laughs> the same. it will be confusing <laughs>
1: Oh man. Um Yeah, I wonder I wonder how much they know. i wonder I wonder if they're like if they they're updated on that. Maybe not. So they're gonna be like, this is this is weird. This is not the music I remember. Um mm-hmm. nevertheless. Uh I hopefully for Marvel One season three I think we might do another crossover fantasy pick with uh the big gets big cake podcast <laughs> Um Uh Turn. Turn? Um Oh Rangers, O-Rangers? Um uh, I gotta ask him to send me the picture of me and him. I think he might have. I that was that was a great day that meet. I'm so happy I got to meet him. Um, <clears throat> regardless, regardless. So yeah, um, a lot coming up Marvel Sports wise. I'm glad they're kind of getting rolling right into Marble One probably early March, and then of course Marble League will be coming mid summer. Which so again, that's my favorite part of the year. So oof. I can't wait till we like that starts to that starts to bloom a little bit. So we mm-hmm. got some qualifiers coming up. We got some. We'll have to dig back into the stats. We'll have to prepare the fantasy, which we did not do very well along last time. We did okay. I got like 120 or something.
0: Like I, so, I, I started out so strong, and then it was just like, Being.
1: yeah, Momo was like, all right, we're done. Like halfway through, that's that's the best we do. Um. Uh, anyway, that's kind of the housekeeping of Marble Sports this week. Let's cover the main event. And um, I... Because I have such mixed feelings... I, well, if, I, I, I guess I want to check in with you real quick. Do you have mixed feelings on this event? Or are you very strong on this one?
0: Hmm. The more I've heard talk about it, my, my feelings have been a little bit more mixed. But I think for the most part, I am... I would say I enjoyed this. I'm like... It okay. feels like basically an extreme version of Elimination Race. But it also doesn't feel... Like as Eju pointed out in his email... It doesn't feel like it's as fast paced, so I'm not sure if I necessarily like. I so it almost I don't necessarily like if I like it more than Elimination Race, but I also don't think it's bad for. It. I think it's just it's different. It stands out on its own because of that. Like, I, I, I found myself having fun watching it on the, the course. I thought it was an interesting event. Maybe. S-
1: <sighs> don't give a rating yet
0: okay yeah that, that's don't yeah. give
1: a rating yet because this is what I want to do now that you're kind of you seem to be confused um, what I want I'm gonna we're gonna do it in different type of analysis I just wanted to like make sure WAF didn't have a hundred percent strong opinion yet okay um, what we're gonna do is we're gonna we're gonna start first by addressing the pros of this event okay then we're gonna address the cons of this event um, just because I want to put all the information out there and then we'll decide our final out of 10 ratings because part of me wants to give this like a 1 out of 10 part of me wants to give this like a 7 out of 10 so we're going to have to talk so I think it's best to start positive so let's start with pros um, Waf well, maybe I'll, I'll let you kind of uh, uh, um, uh, talk a little bit first um, I don't know why I couldn't think <laughs> of that so well, right. I'll start off with some pros pros only pros no ne- no ponds pros oh. about this uh, marble obstacle
0: chat all right Pros, uh, the variety of traps and obstacles is really cool and a lot of fun. Like, in like the fact that you could actually like it was just, it was designed that you could like get, a marble could get stuck behind the rubber bands. Like one of the as mouse traps as uh, Eju call it like launched like thing was like the uh one well, of the it like, was was it the pinkies or something like they got stuck behind one of the rubber band barriers. And I even noticed like in the uh, the final race between uh. Noxious Ivy and the Purple Rockets, I believe it was like they like uh Noxious Ivy actually went inside of a like one of the triangle barriers of password bands, but the band managed to launch it back out. Like it was like there was so much room for error and like potential like faults that could happen, and like that it definitely made it a very interesting event to watch. It was it was fun seeing the pinkies basically disappear from view when they launched because I couldn't see where they were. They're just they blend oh, in I so remember well. that. Yeah, they just kind of disappeared. Um, like, but yeah, that's probably my biggest positive. There's so much variety and a lot of danger in almost every move you make just because of how flimsy some of the bands are by design.
1: Okay, yeah, I can agree with that. Um, my biggest pro, um, and this is a very analytical way to say this, but. My biggest pro is definitely that the assembly of objects on this obstacle run. The assembly of the rubber bands, the different cho- choices and positioning of the tracks, the rubber bands amount versus the traps versus the freaking bells for God's sake, the spinners, the assembly and placement of all these different attributes. It's so clean. Was done in a way that keeps the races close Mm -hmm. perfect literally as i'm saying this you could you're seeing on the chrome most of the marbles crossing at about the same time i think that's really funny how that happened right there Mm -hmm. and this happened in pretty much every race every race was relatively close to some to most degree of like especially the marbles in the lead and that for me is a pro because um i don't want to address too much con here but you know it can be it can, it can be challenging with a uh, event of this sort to um, to assemble it so that the races actually end up close and so like and the mar- the marbles are all taking different paths but they still kind of get to the bottom in this around the similar time so that's mm-hmm. a pro I think another pro for me is the inclusion of this middle section that has the the, the little tube where you can skip some parts yes. the Marbula one track because what that did is kind of it, it created space. You need to create space in an event like this. In, a, in if you're gonna make something that has a different, as a plinko feel to it, you must have space in the event. Because if the whole thing is just very tightly packed nails and rubber bands, then it just gets very repetitive, and then marbles start to, marbles start to loop. It's like it's almost like it's almost like a gif at some point. You just in the same. It's like you feel like you're in the same place the whole time. Yeah. So the use of the space when they're the, with the with the traps, the space with the fitted spinners at the end, the traps instead of just more of the rubber bands, that did a lot for um, creating a um, for keeping this event
0: close and fresh. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Like, and also, I I keep trying to figure out how those small, like the I guess the the bearings in that middle trap section are smaller than the marble, so they managed to go underneath the rubber band barrier wall. Yeah, the little ones do, I, yeah. I, I, like, I love how clean this board is. Like, I, I, they've always had done good with presentation, but I don't think I've ever seen a clean, well-put-together Planko board and marble stuff. It's always really rough around the edges. It looks very thrown <laughs> together. This is just... It's so it clean. It is very
1: clean. <laughs> I agree. I, I agree. Um, it's... It just looks, it's really, it really is JM, it's really if you said to JMR, you know all those like terrible plinkle events all those channels do? You try to do that. This is really what J is that. Mm-hmm. And they did a decent job. They did, they made an event that whether you love this or not, it makes sense. It can make sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, again, a couple other pros. I just like the use of the different obstacles. I like how they're there. They give things for Greg to talk about. Mm-hmm. Even the, the changing it up between the springs and the rubber bands because you bounce them off different. You bounce off a spring and a rubber band completely differently. Right. Very, very subtle, but it's true. It's totally true. And um, the and like I don't know. It was very. They had the right, kind of amount of each different type of attribute. I would say. I think maybe a little bit overdone on the rubber bands. They probably should have had a couple more traps or something, or some more ball bearings or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um. But but otherwise, it was it was it was good it got, it got it stuck was, right there in the video just
0: now <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> and i know uh, that's cool too They can get stuck under the rubber band if, if
0: you just happen to have that it was I mean, Shining that
1: Storm. Looks, that adds a lot to it it was shining storm
0: yeah like um, um i also love how the marbles like, when they go behind the the prisms like the, it makes it looks visually appealing and like something i noticed as you're talking a little bit earlier like it was the footage is on the middle section like the way that the multiple different branching paths different styles reminded me so much of mspn's marble mayhem like the dropper like the f- the final event from every season like like how like, like 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 it starts off at the top with a bit of Planko, and then and like there's the varying different paths like, with different advantages like and i just got such a mspn like old school algadoo vibe from that just now
1: yeah that's true yeah because Algodu does kind of resort a little bit more to its ghost stuff here and there so it, it does does have that reminiscence um another pro the halftime show is cool I think I, I love them I just love them it reminds me of football a little bit because halftime show which is really nice because football is a very popular American sport and a very popular sport around the world and it's just kind of like it brings an element of that you're like wow oh geez, that sex right
0: there though that was a bit almost seizure inducing for some people I imagine.
1: Yeah, well, I mean... I mean it wasn't um, too I mean, fast, but the still, light, like... That's it was, how it lights
0: be. It hurts your eyes, at least because of how bright it is, at least. But I will
1: say, there's something subtle here, because if I said to you back in 2019 or 2020, and I was like, alright, um, if I met someone, and he was like, okay, all I, 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 I'm not... The only sport I watch is football. I love football. That's it. And if I'm not watching football, I'm not involved in sports. And then I said, well, this is not true about me, but let's say I said I'm the same way, but only with marbles sports. I actually do like football. but if I if, if that conversation occurs, okay, back in 2020 and before, that's where it ends because it's like there's no there's nothing possibly similar between the two things. Really, there is nothing similar between the two things. Don't even try. I mean you can try, but you I, if you email in and say that, I will probably say I disagree, um, but you're welcome to. Um, now, and it is in a subtle way, but now like in that conversation, I could be like, well, yeah, we, the football halftime shows, they remake those types of things in marble sports. And then, and then people who actually really like the halftime show, which those people are weird. But if you do like the halftime show from the football, then you'd be like, oh, wow, cool. I wonder how they redo that. And that's just like, I guess it adds a connection between people who are like strictly in regular sports, especially if it's like football to to some marble sports because you're like wow marble what do you mean marble sports does halftime shows and then you see it and you're like wow this is insane look at these lights this looks like a football halftime show but on youtube you know and and so it just it's a it's a small it's a subtle but it is it is a there connection and that's and that's the beginning hopefully of more and more little connections that will be able to be made between um real sports and, and and marble sports so that's a big pro in general for marble mania x um but uh I don't know. That's so. Those those are my pros. Um mm-hmm. well, if any more pros before we get
0: negative there. Uh, I don't have any more pros. I think we can move on to the cons.
1: All right, cons. I'm right, gonna start with the cons. Okay. This is a plinko event. I really should just stop there and end the con section there. Um, because that's that really encompasses everything that I could possibly say, con wise. I mean, this is a plinko event. I hate Plinko events. I hate Plinko. I literally hate Plinko. And doesn't work in marble sports. It never works in marble sports. It is the worst idea if you're going to make marble sports. If you make marble sports and one of your ideas is make a Plinko, then scrap it and come up with any other idea. Literally do roulette, roulette wheel from Algodoo instead of Plinko. No. So, uh, um, mm,
0: <laughs> no, no. doesn't like I that. I will... Def- okay... At the very least, I would say the Plinko in Marvel Mayhem was truly exciting, especially in the season two finale. I disagree
1: with that, but that's that is. Ridiculous. That was I don't like that Plinko.
0: was so intense for me. All right, like I, it, part of it was me just being a big Dragon's Breath friend, but Like how close that finale was, <laughs> like between Thanos and Dragon's Breath, like how it was so undetermined. They had to go to a tiebreaker round. Like that was all because of how the Plinko board was just how it works. I don't know. Yeah. Like you can Plinko can be fun. I would. I'll just say that it can be fun.
1: Anyway, but, okay, I, fair enough, but I will say, in general, and especially when it's, like, outside of Algadu, Plinko is a bad idea. Um, so I was I was expecting a 1 out of 10, 2 out of 10, when I saw the thumbnail for this event. I was like, holy crap, please don't tell me the whole thing is just goddamn rubber bands. Um, I'm a little happier that I saw some other traps and stuff. But, I mean, it's Plinko. And coming off the back of Funnel Collision which again is the best event in Marble League, better than collision and rafting by fair. Um by, by fair. far. By fair. Um it's 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 kind of a letdown. Um it's harder to con this one because this one at least made the thing an elimination race and even if it's Plinko, the presence of an elimination race where you're kind of eliminating one by one is probably the most suspenseful way to um to have an event in of sports in general I personally my favorite form of of um uh event style in the context of, like pretty much any sport or event is elimination where you, it's like because you always like you always feel that you always are having a chance because you're like, only one person's going in the, from this round. Only one, only the worst of this round goes. And so even, even if you're not doing very well, you can still kind of pull through to the next round and maybe things will turn around in that next round. You don't even know that. Um, and it's so unpredictable um, uh, with uh, elimination style. So that kind of does pull this event away from a terrible event. But yeah, it's Plinko. So that's going to knock a lot of points just because I, I'm just not a big fan of Plinko and um it's uh, it did move a little slow i will say that the some of the rubber band parts in some some of the races if i take away just that general i guess add suspense i get um when it's an elimination race there was a lot of just bouncing back and forth and rubber bands marbles just kind of stalling and compared to something like i don't know this extreme diving or the bowling i mean come on it's just it's just not the same as those events. So, I that's a those are cons for me. Um, I would say they sh- again cons for me. I guess not including enough variation. I feel like they could have added a couple more things that weren't rubber band based. I I don't think the base of this event should have been rubber band uh lines, and then let's sprinkle some things in there. I think it should have been a whole actual obstacle course. The name of this event was obstacle course, not elimination plinko. So if I if I'm in an obstacle course, even if you're doing an elimination race instead of like a time trial or a one by one, two v two, whatever, um, which is usually how an obstacle course would be run, um, I'm expecting something that that has. Different sections where it's very clear the change between things forces you to do more than just the rubber bands. Because even though all the traps were there, you could, in theory, have a run where you just touch the rubber bands and avoid all the traps. And some marbles did have that run. So that does that is a con for me. If you're going to call it obstacle course, if you're not going to call it elimination extreme or plinko, plinko or whatever, then you need to have some force variation that marbles must go through Mar- like marbles must transition onto marble one track at some point marbles must hit bells and fidget spinners as opposed to rubber bands at some point marbles must have to race through tubes as opposed to just through the rubber band at some point and those are easy fixes you could split the track in half with the rubber bands and the freaking springs and just have like a section in between that's three seconds long where there's a bunch of different tubes of different lengths you'll have to go through and that makes it interesting because then you have to pick the right tube and you actually have a racing section that you have to go through you have to change terrain you have to do something different then maybe that when you come out of that section you have the rubber bands you have the tubes maybe you come into something that has a lot of spinners and bells or whatever and then you go into something that you know is a little bit of marbula one then you have a course that's more defined on obstacles that you have to assess as opposed to just i'm just going to bounce back and forth rubber bands maybe i'll get lucky and hit the tubes so that will be a con for me again it's picky but what are the msd episode 121 come on what do you want um it is going to be what it's going to be i am picky about marble sports i've talked about marble sports i have taught and this is 100 true i have said more words in relation to marble sports probably than any other human being on this planet besides maybe gel and dion that's literally probably true. Honestly, so I'm yeah. I'm totally I'm totally gonna get susp- to get a little picky on this, um. But the naming the naming the nomenclature, if you want to say, of this event compared to what we actually got,
0: um, that could be a con for me. Uh, Wolf, over to you. I mean, that's fair. Like, it definitely could. Like, it does feel more like flinko than an actual obstacle course. And having very terrains would definitely be more exciting. Um. For me, some cons, that would be, uh... One, well, one of them is, like, uh, some of the obstacles, like, I think especially the, uh... The the, uh, the spinning gate from Marble Rally basically did almost nothing. And I get It's downhill, so gravity makes Agreed. it... Makes it fla- Agreed. Makes it flat, makes got. it vertical, and I get that. But, like, maybe there's a way they could have sh- constructed it to where it doesn't spin and fa- phase that same direction all the time. I was just expecting it to spin more and, like, slap marbles around, you know? Um... And I had another con, I just don't remember. Nah, no, dang it! Oh my gosh, there was I had another. It was a, oh, it was actually that. There you go. It was the, the halftime show. Um, I feel like it had less stop motion than some of the other ones, and that made it feel very dull. Like looking at it, like like you're just like you're just watching a light show happen on top of stagnant Im, um marbles or just fair that's like, fair and i think that's, that, that, that's really you want to lot picky that, that is, that's yeah, picky. that is the most nitpicky <laughs> thing like like something that is very just aesthetic wise that's not has nothing to do with the event itself and it's also like not even and it's also like just not even the main f- focus of the actual thing but like yeah like if part of what i loved about the first halftime show in the first one was like there's a lot of stop motion like marbles moving around dancing to it like mo- in line at, at tables like like they're talking to each other like and that adds to that immersion and that role play is like these are like that's what i loved about it so much is like oh it's like making them feel like it's alive that like there's actually sentient beings watching a sport whereas mm. this is just like hey look at the cool light show and listen to our cool music it's like uh oh. i mean it's great and all but that's not the point of the half at, at least to me that's not what the point of that ha- like to to, to 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 spin in records or whatever that's definitely the point of the halftime show, just to, to advertise their music. But for us, the people who this kind is being made for, the point was to increase the immersion of, like, this marble world. And I feel like the halftime shows, especially this one, like, have not had enough stop motion and stuff to really make it feel that way. That's that's a fair con. Um, it's it's to a it commercial, basically. That that's
1: all it is, almost, at this point. It is true true about that and um, I don't know I think in general um, they can always work to improve that outside thing like, I would love to see even though it's subtle and it passes quickly on camera mm-hmm. I would love to see um, some engineering development that increases that in the stands there's just some marbles moving around some mm. marbles spinning something subtle where you it just adds more um, I'd love to be the engineer behind designing that um, oh, as geez. I'm studying engineering but uh, of course that's that would be a very hard niche job to get Um, and JMR would have to do better than 30,000, 40,000 a video. Um, Just saying. But being said, um, yeah, those are are totally fair cons. I would also agree with those. That arrow um, was not very impactful. They needed to have it spin on its own. They needed to have it, what they needed to have, they needed to have it spin slowly on its own, but still be able to speed up based on impact from other marbles, but have a base slow speed where it's actually spinning so it actually could could not be only just pointed down um uh or they need to do something where they held it up so it's horizontal on one end but they'll only be able to be hit but from one end so it'd be kind of weird but they could have figured it out i
0: guess yeah a motor Um, system deal but it's easy like a small motor system yeah yeah servos are free i've used servos and like another problem is like as scary as the fidget spinners are, and like I'm semi glad that the the ones near the bottom slow down. Like, the fact of the matter is, they oftentimes some of the ones near the bottom dang. they slow down enough to where they basically were almost not spinning by the time the first marble reached them. At, at sure. which point they're they're still technically serving as an obstacle because it's changing the direction that they're going off of it, but it's not launching them like they were probably designed and intended to. And like that's the problem is, is they're hand spun. Obviously, there's hand spun, and then they let them go. But like they make I don't know how you would motorize it I'm pretty, I think there's a way you could definitely do it but like like if you're gonna have the fidget spinners they gotta in like, like as dangerous as they are and how like if you're gonna do it commit to it like make a way to where they're actually actively spinning and not just stopping or slowing down by the time they get there
1: fear um, <clears> fear
0: <throat> yeah
1: no I, I couldn't agree more um, the, you brought some really interesting cons I like your cons um, well thank you. Off. I just wanted to point that out. Um, but yeah, those are... And, and that's valid. And I think it's really interesting in this particular event how the cons and pros section were of equal volume. Like, we really had pros, but we really had cons. And uh-huh. that's that makes this a really interesting event to assess. But, I mean, we got to rate it. We always have to rate it out of 10. That's our little uh, Marble Guy thing. Um, so, this is a tough one. Um, I will say... The elimination race always adds to it. This, the particular style they used this time was mm-hmm. very, like they used in Marble League. It's just captivating because I love that one gets eliminated per round. I, it's my favorite way to do it. Right. So I got to say, man, um, listen, I just want to remind you guys the ratings of the other three events. I think it was literally 9, 10, 10. No, it was 8. No, it was 9. Oh, it might have been eight. It might be eight, nine, ten. Someone have to actually check me on that because it was. Yeah, it was eight, nine, ten, eight, 8, eight, nine, ten. Um, on the first three. Maybe we should make so a spreadsheet those are, for this. Those are big numbers. We should have a spreadsheet for this and then compare. We'll have to like put it together. Um, eight, nine, ten. So those are the those are that's the bar. The bar of the previous event is ten. Ten is a big number. That's ten out of ten. That's like it's mm-hmm. infinity percent. Like it's crazy how big that is. Um, it's hard to get a 10 out of 10 from from uh, Marvel Guy, especially someone who's been analyzing and crit- critiquing for so long. but mm-hmm. that's so for this one I normally I'd give this a three or a four, but because yes. of the elimination race factor and the closeness of the races, I have to fall on a six it just was actually interesting for me to watch. It was just, I just enjoyed it. I liked, I liked the closeness of the races. I liked that. It was like, again, I love the style of the structuring of the tournament. So it was just good. It was good in that regard. It kept me, it kept me engaged. Um, If it was run, not like that, if it was run like heat wise or something like that, um, or like all eight marbles, just go down every time and Placements are collected, points are collected, then this would be an okay. If it was run like that with all eight marbles and then you just collect points for like five rounds, then there would be a total three and it would suck. But because of the elimination race, that adds that doubles the score to six because that structure of it itself, dude, literally, you could run you could run like 500 marbles, no, not 500, you could run 50 marbles down a straight track 20 meters long. But if you run an elimination style where you eliminate one at a time, I'm gonna be totally hooked. Even though that's a very shitty way to run a marble sports event, because I'll be like, I'll be, because I'll like pick a couple and be like, all right, they just have to not be the worst on the table, and like I'll see them barely make it sometimes and be in first others, and that gets me. So I give it a six, um, wincing at that, but it's gotta get what it's get what it's gonna get and if you're gonna make another Plinko base event you gotta you gotta add some more sections so it feels more like an obstacle run you gotta keep it like this could be a 10 out of 10 if they really sectioned it off and you only had one rubber band section and and um or may, and then something towards the end and really this could be like a good 8 out of 10 but uh, again I'm gonna settle on 6 I think it's fair I think that's more than fair
0: yeah no that, that sounds that sounds about right I, I love this pros con maybe we should do that for all the events going forward but like I, I was actually thinking that too, and I was like, if WAF
1: says it, I think we'll do that. Yeah. I think if if WAF brings this up to me, I think we'll do that. And and lo and behold, what the frick just happened? WAF brought it up to me. Great minds so. think
0: alike. But yeah, so remind me of that next time. Definitely. Um I think six out of ten is awesome rating rating, like, like it's like it's like I think people like think six out of ten is a lot worse than it actually is. Like six is like I would say is a like, good. It's like it's good but it's nothing yeah, five like, is five is dead average five is literally like yeah, it's, it's like you mid- did nothing bad but you did
1: nothing good like yeah, five, that's so yeah, if you get a
0: six you're doing okay like like five is middle between it's like it's halfway to all, near perfection so like what like how like yeah. so a six cannot be a bad thing like and it's, it's good like it is i think it was enjoyable it's just not as good as it probably could be it's not a fully realized concept and it also admittedly does have the unfortunate a fate of following a very solid event, and like that, that that applies to like a lot of things. Like I remember in 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 a uh, band back in high school, like in, in your solo, you better hope that you weren't the person who came before you wasn't absolutely amazing, because then they're gonna compare you to that person. And like, it's you, true, it, it's, so, it's subconscious; you can't control it. Right, exactly. And so, like, 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 I maybe didn't enjoy this event as much as I probably could have if it wasn't just because I enjoyed Funnel Collision so dang much. And that is just the unfortunate aspect of it all. Yeah. Um, oh, just another note. Oh, we're at 50
1: minutes, by the way, so we'll definitely be, well, I think, after this this tangent I'm about to take, we'll definitely hit that hour for this <laughs> one, which is really funny because I thought we were going to hit 30 minutes tops on this one. Um, another note on scales in general. So people with scales. Um I'm talking about 1 out of 10 scales, hmm. 1 to 10 scales, 3 to 470 scales, A to Z scales, whatever you want. Whatever scale you use, most people use 1 out of 10 because most people are um, intelligent. So, uh, no, that's totally not true, by the way. Most people aren't intelligent. Most people are stupid, myself included. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm better than anybody. I am totally not. I do this hour every week. I am not better than anybody. Um <laughs> unless you really like marbles and you might think I'm amazing. <laughs> but basically, like most people are stupid actually, but I have there's proof of that like every time I wake up and use my eyes. But um, uh, that's, that's a tangent on a tangent. Besides the point, point being with scales, what tends to happen in general is that the average, the dead average of the scale shifts upwards from five to about six or seven. That's mm-hmm. true because like, Okay, next time you're doing a scale like um like ne- okay, so next time you have a scale, you're doing a scale thing like uh and if you like let's say you have like friends that you like know like basically everything about them, like you know what their preferences are, like and you do a scale of something basic like sports teams or um uh They're whatever. Newbies. Yeah, like maybe okay, maybe maybe you like Man, what do you What would be a good example? Let's just do, yeah, scales. Movies, sure, movies. You just know their preferences in movies. You know what they like. You've heard them rip movies apart. You've heard them praise movies. You've heard them being like, ah, that was a decent movie. Next time you do that, I swear to God, ask them, give give me a 1 out of 10 on on these movies and ask them a 1 out of 10 on their favorite movie. Ask them a 1 out of 10 on their least favorite movie and ask them a 1 out of 10 on like three different movies that they've said like, ah, that was all right. I guarantee you'll get a 10, you'll get a 1, and then you'll get like three 6s and maybe a 7. You will not get three 5s because Mm -hmm. everyone kind of – even though people normally are more negative than positive on things, when it comes to scaling, if they don't hate something, it feels wrong to give it a – five or below right it's like okay but i don't hate this and so this is okay and you know uh because like because they know it they know it's not a 10 and 10 is so hard to get to in their mind they're like "Ah, i'll throw a six at it why not you know because you feel like ah you're doing it a favor right six why not um but then that's where the scale shifts to it shifts to six so i think that um in general i understand that like a six feels like that feels like the average or feels like even possibly bad, if you really have bad bias, Mm -hmm. but I feel like on this podcast, we've been pretty good at keeping the dead average at five. We've been pretty good at that. I mean, I think we'll slip here and and there. We'll we'll be like, you know what? This event was okay. Ah, I'll give it a seven. You know, but like, because that still feels far away from perfection because that's still three away from perfection. Um, And technically, in a 10 scale, the dead average is like 5.5. But... Uh, it just it can shift that way, but I feel like we've done a decent job. So when we say six, we're saying just above average. When we say five, we're pretty much saying dead average. Um, but there was something maybe that stuck out that was a little more negative. So we're pretty decent
0: at that, I'd say. Yeah. But that was that's. I feel like that happens a lot with scales. Just want to make that. Net. Yeah. Sergey in the chat just uh, um echoed what I was thinking. Right, like how a large part of this is due to at least the grading system in America. We're like, 70 oh, percent or above is passing everything else below that is failing. And so, like, if after that's a certain true. point, like, a 30 and a 20, they don't feel any different to you. It's like, I, they're both low-failing grades, so anything below that is anything... They're all, like, you just view them all the same. Like, like I would view a, a 0 on a test and a 50 on a test at almost at the relatively the same thing, and I think that's why people... That, that that transfers to rating systems and stuff. And, like, I'm guilty of that, too. Like, like just because I've been conditioned to see that sort of way of looking at the world. And so... But by doing that, it devalues, like, the movies and stuff that you rate at 7 out of 10. Because, like, everything's, like, a 7 or a 6 out of 10. And something that I try consciously to remember is um, a-, a YouTube channel called Jogwheel. Like, he's on movie reviews, and, like, he has this, um, his 10 scale. And, like, he has words next to each number to tell you what that what what level of correlation. So, like, a 5 out of 10 is all right. A 6 out of 10 is good. 7 is cool. 8 is great. Oh,
1: really established that N- scale. Not, yeah, 9 is, Why is awesome. Cool 10 higher is amazing. Than good. That's weird.
0: Yeah, but like, um, I, that's really weird <laughs> I, I keep this picture on my, my computer just to remind myself every now and again like because sometimes when i write things i go back to the old school thought process like, oh if it's if it's all right or okay then it's like a six or a seven it's like well no like it can be a five and it's still not bad like it doesn't like bad things are not just all fives and below yeah um a couple things on that okay
1: two things based on that First of all, um, the reason. By the way, um, I don't know what people think about the whole grading scale of school in America, but there is a very good reason why seventy is considered failing in America because it's totally not that hard to get a seventy. It is you. Um, grading scales based on like school and grading uh, scales we use to rate things should be very very different in our heads because it's not. I mean, you're really not doing all right if you've spent every day of your life going to the same class, and then you take a test months later and you only get half of the things right. That really is not all right. It's totally not, um, because you're because if you're in school, that's the only thing you're doing. So I, I really think that the grading scale makes sense, and I don't think we should bias that when we rate other things out of the ten scale. But uh, yeah, don't get a seventy, okay? I, I don't. I think it makes sense that we. That for the for school we need that we push like satisfaction to like eighty percent and up because like if you're really putting the effort in at school because that's something you're literally spending all your time doing and I know school is fifty percent social and oh my God who's dating who when we're all twelve anyway so it doesn't really matter <laughs> but okay fine um, I mean like I get it but like you know it's kind of the only thing you're doing so you can get an eighty you totally can get an eighty even if you're not the smartest person and if you're really you're just not putting enough effort in probably so and i mean that might be unfair when you get to higher levels of school but i'm talking like probably like middle high school and below that that's fair and that's really why how that gets ingrained into our brain
0: you know i can um, tell the you the thing experience. is experience uh in college like it, it, a large like you can it's a, a lot of it's due to how you're the professor you got and how you're being taught so that's success- yeah
1: college is a completely different cat also meow <laughs> <laughs> i just saw lost face in that he <laughs> hates me for that um uh, another quick analogy uh so there's also that rating scale that people use for looks you know like um you know when people are like oh my god she's a 10 um, i've said that before in my mind uh, or like bro she was a six man i mean like when that that scale also um that scale is like one of the most used scales i'd say that in the culture as far as like out of 10 scales so that one also affects regular 10 scale bias. because let's be honest, if you if you have if you're on that scale and you hear anything below a 7, your first thought is I'm ugly. That's totally your thought. Don't even lie. It's true. So, um, you're not going to get a five and be like, oh, that means I'm, I'm all right. Yeah, I'm not the best, but I'm, I'm doing fine. You know? And then walk off feeling happy. No, you're gonna be like, oh my God, a five. Ugh, Jesus. Yeah. You know I mean? Like, let's be honest. If you get a one, then man, hopefully you're just so ugly that you have something interesting. You're just so different looking that you actually are hot. I, whatever. I'm not, no one gets a one though. No one ever says to someone you're a one unless it's like your friends and they're joking. Um, But, which is another thing, no one ever gives anyone a one, which means if you're getting like a four or a three, then that's usually people trying to be nice, but they think, I don't know, whatever. Basically what I'm saying is that scale is an eight or above satisfaction thing. Like if you're a seven, if you seven, you start to get like, but like eight and above, you're like, okay, I can handle that. I can handle eight or above seven and six. You start to be like. Maybe I should freaking brush my hair once in a while. Maybe it's me. But, like, no one is really satisfied with anything below a 7 on that scale. But, like, and most, in a real, in a unbiased 1 out of 10 scale, you should be satisfied. Like, satisfactory means, like, average, and that's 5 you should be good with. So, I don't know. I so just wanted to point out that bias... That ate that ate up the last ten minutes of yeah, this I've, hour. Uh, so <laughs> we had like two, <laughs> two three that, different analogies we for be, this. We be, I just wanted to uh, explore that for like we beat that one to death. But uh, yeah, that's gonna do it. Um. Uh. Oh, we have one live chat question worth addressing. Marcus Manley says, Brand, "Brand, you you messed up the spelling of that so bad. Like that's <laughs> that's not even that's not even close. I don't even know how he can mess that up. Like uh, uh, whatever." Switch the vowels and you're fine, but that just looks weird um, on paper. He says, "Brandon, do you hate the Raspberry Racers uh, because you are a Limers fan? Um, I don't hate the Raspberry Racers. Um, I actually put them on my fantasy. I think this past yeah, you did time. Um, I hate Mini Maniacs. I hate Indigo Stars. Um, and I hate like Bluefastics or anything of that sort. <laughs> um, pff, I hate the blue Bluefastics. I hope the blue Bluefastics all just like get melted back to sand." Um, jeez. Write that down. Write that down. I hope the blue fascics get all melted back to sand. Um, uh, I actually, do like the color of the blue fascics So I just hate the name by fair. Um, I don't hate the Raspberry Racers. I am a Limers fan, so there's a the rivalry. But I'm also a loose Limers fan. I have a top three, and again, the top three. If you don't know, is uh, actually this changed a little bit, so you should be aware. So the top three stays the same: Crazy Cat's size, Mellow Yellow, Limers. That will always be my top three. Um, The the next two on that used to be Green Ducks and Gliding Glaciers. I have to be very honest with you right now. I love the Strixes and I love Owls, so it's now now Strixes than Gliding Glaciers. The Green Ducks have dropped to six followed by, of course, seven and eight being very easily Savage Beaters or Rangers because I respect those teams and I love those teams. And then you can kind of, the rest, whatever. You know, I mean, Momo will drop, maybe follow because of WAF whatever i but my top five that's my top five i'm gonna say it again so it's very clear mellow yellow kitty cat size limers and that top three unordered then you have strixes uh gliding glaciers and then um uh, like i said before so um that's gonna do it for the show today uh Waf, why don't you take us out um and uh yeah we'll see you guys next week as we'll address the last event yeah
0: all right then roll on marvel sports fans